If you have a child with type 1 diabetes, whether they were diagnosed five days ago or five years ago, you continue to have questions. These are the questions about the emotional side of living with diabetes, the questions about how to parent diabetes. I'm Joanne Robb, a psychotherapist and fellow T1D mom, and I've been parenting diabetes for almost 15 years. In this podcast, I'm here to answer your questions about the emotional and relational challenges that come with being a caregiver for a child with type 1 diabetes. Before we dive in, I have to remind you that I'm not a doctor and nothing that I offer here should be considered medical advice. If you want to make any changes to the way you or your child is managing their type 1, please be sure to check in with your doctor or medical team. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm here today again with friend and T1D mom, Annie, and we're going to read a question from a mom. Um, So Annie, why don't you go ahead and read that question and we can talk about it. Okay, great. It says, my 13-year-old daughter's first diabetes anniversary is coming up, and I wanted your thoughts on whether or not to celebrate that. Frankly, it feels odd to celebrate. It's been a rough year, as I'm sure you can imagine, and I feel like having a cake and balloons feels out of place with how hard it's been. I guess I'm feeling like having diabetes really isn't something to celebrate. I mean, I know we've just done a great job getting through the year, and my daughter has been a champ, but I'm torn. Is this something we should do? How do you think about it? Signed, Confused in Columbus. Nice. Thanks, Annie, for reading that. It's a tricky one, right? Because it does seem like everybody celebrates diabetes anniversaries, and they think about it as a celebration. Um, and this mom sounds like she's not so sure it feels worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell if she's wanting permission to not celebrate it or wanting, I don't know. Do you have a sense? Well, I think what we ought to do is unpack each scenario, right? Like I can't tell either, right? She might be saying, do I have permission to not do this? Mm-hmm. Um, And certainly if she had a four-year-old who wasn't really aware of what was going on in the diabetes world, that would be easy for her to choose to not do a a quote Mm -hmm. celebration. Mm -hmm. Um, But with a 13-year-old, that kid is probably largely aware of what happens. It depends how involved they are in the diabetes community and how much social media the child has and all of those things. But I think there's a good chance that this child has a sense that... um, that kids have some kind of something to mark this. So I, I, mm-hmm. I think there are two questions here. Like, does mom have permission to not? And mm-hmm. what does celebration mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Because celebration sort of implies like a birthday party with a cake and a presence. Right. I think yeah. It, that's how she seems to yeah. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think it can be that, but I don't think it has to be that. Mm-hmm. I think there are lots of different ways that you can mark it, not as a celebration, but as a marker of a year lived health, healthfully, right? And a nod to how much extra work there is. Right. So how, what are the types of variations of it that you've done or seen? Uh, well, I've seen families for sure that make it a celebration. They have a cake and they, I've heard of families who have presents. Um, in our family, what we do is we do a ritual. So we um, 
I actually write my children almost like a blessing every year, marking where I see their development and growth about diabetes. And um, I light some candles and I read that to them. And then I give uh, each child a stone, um, a special stone. Like I go to the rock shop and pick out something beautiful that calls to me for that year. Um, this yeah, last year, yeah, this last year for my daughter, I picked one that was like, had all these black undertones, but white on top. And I said, cause you're, you know, there was some, she's been struggling. Right. So I was like, was able to make a metaphor out of the colors. So mm -hmm. that's what we do. Um, I don't know that every family would want to create a whole ritual like that, but I think there are ways to market without it having to be with cake and a celebration. Like there are creative mm -hmm. ways to think about how to make something that um, delineates that you, time is passing, mm -hmm. that you're doing a good job managing diabetes, that we know this is an extra thing that you have. Mm -hmm. right? And that said, I think the mom is asking like, can I, can I not do this? And I think that depends a little on the child. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Would you ask them or what do you mean when you say that? So I might ask them, it depends on the kid. Um, and for this mom, I think I would ask, right? Because it's her first year, it's her daughter's first year um, sort of marking this anniversary. Um, and so I might ask, how do you want to mark this together? This is mm -hmm. significant, right? You don't even have to use the word celebrate because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the mom is objecting to that is a concept, which I understand, right? Mm -hmm, um, me too. So yeah, how do you want to, how do you want to mark that you've done this for a year? This feels significant and it feels like it's worth paying attention to mm -hmm. what feels good to you. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of, and then they can brainstorm together. But in terms of asking kids always, I think um, things can vary. Like, so in our family, my son and daughter had very different reactions to it. And my son went through a period where he didn't want any marking. It felt like he, um, he was in a, a bit of a martyr space, right? And so he wanted to not be participating in something where we were noting what he had done. That was too much attention for him. But what mm -hmm. we chose to do was actually do our ritual without him. Mm -hmm. So I just lit the candles. I didn't give a blessing or do any of that, but I mm -hmm. lit the candles and just sort of said aloud, like we're marking this because mm -hmm. it does feel important. And to me, it feels like, um, or it felt important for me, right? It was something mm -hmm. that I was engaged in too. And I felt like it was important for us all to note it. And I think he needed to know we were still paying attention to it. That was the other yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Did he know you did that or did he not know you did yeah, that? He did. And mm -hmm. I think there was, uh, I think it was, there was one year where I actually missed the date and that was devastating for him. Mm -hmm. So I knew that even though he would do this sort of martyr thing of like, you don't need to, I don't need that. I think another part of him needed me to acknowledge that time was passing and this was hard. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I still, he doesn't live at home, but I still mail him a rock uh, mm -hmm. and write a card because I know it's still hard for him. Right. Yeah. Of course. I want him to yeah. know that I'm tracking him. So mm -hmm. I think that's what I'm thinking about for this mom is sort of like she has resistance um, because of the idea of celebration, which I totally understand. And it's important for us to hear from our children because mm -hmm. they're the ones, you know, we're doing a lot of heavy lifting when our kids mm -hmm. take one, but the children are too. And I think mm -hmm. having 
finding a way to notice it is different than Mm -hmm. celebrating it. Would you ask, like, I'm just thinking about the different developmental stages when you said, you know, four-year-old or 13-year-old, would you ask um, a four-year-old, like, is there an age range that you would ask in terms of old enough? Or I feel like any four-year-old is going to be like, yeah, I want a party. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And and they're not going to understand what it means to market. Right. Well, they can. I mean, four-year-olds know what rituals are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you could go outside with your four-year-old and say, we're going to blow bubbles and have a moment of silence because you've done such a good job this mm-hmm. year. We want to mm-hmm. pay attention. We're going to blow bubbles and ring a bell and listen to it until it's silent. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're going to say what a great job you did and give you a high five. I mean, that could mm-hmm. be a four-year-old mm-hmm. ritual that's yep. completely fun and they're engaged in and would be wonderful. The, the the difference is at four, they might not know that's a thing. So right. if you as a parent are feeling really resistant to it mm-hmm. at four, you can kind of get away with not, I would mm-hmm. say starting around seven or eight, you probably can't. It depends again, mm-hmm. how involved you are in the diabetes community, mm-hmm. um, but finding a way to do it. So it's tolerable for you mm-hmm. and asking two separate things mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. are sort of the baseline answer, I think, to this person's question. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're saying if the kid is going to be aware of it, which depends on their access to social media, how involved they are with other diabetic kids, that that there is a, like a kind of is a good idea to do something or at least talk to your kid about it, that that does feel important or I don't know if that's too strong a word, but um I agree with that. I think, I think important actually isn't too strong a word because the last thing we want is for our child to feel like um, they were somehow forgotten, right? That the work that they've done on this wasn't important enough or good enough. Like who knows what a child would make of that? Like my son was very distressed when I forgot. I remembered the next day, but I missed the date that he had in his Mm -hmm. head. And that was Mm -hmm. super distressing for him. And we don't Mm -hmm. want that for our kids. If they're Mm -hmm. feeling like they anticipate being noticed for something, we want to notice them, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And then we have to do that in a way that feels congruent with what our values are and congruent with how we're feeling about it as best we can, right? Like Mm -hmm. if we always throw our children a big birthday party, but this year we're not up for it, we might still have to like rise up as the parents to do the thing. Right. Right. So there's a little bit of um, what the expectations are and 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 um, and what we're capable of. There's some intersection of those things here. Um, but yeah, I do think that's that, important. Yeah, I do think that you're right. That that intersection of like how old the child is and how involved they are in the diabetes community is mm-hmm. going to kind of dictate where you mm-hmm. are in terms of noticing it. And really, it could mm-hmm. just be a conversation at dinner. We want to mm-hmm. notice that this is your one year anniversary of having diabetes. And we all want to go around the table and say something that we're very impressed by that you've managed this year. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good um, point that, that uh, it doesn't have to be the cake and balloons thing. There's so many, I mean, just those few examples you gave, you know, the from what you do to something that's, maybe less time consuming, but meaningful and not celebratory, but marking it. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. There are lots of ways to scale it to something that just feels congruent with what your family can tolerate.
and is willing to do. I shouldn't just say tolerate, right? Because sometimes some people right. want to celebrate it and that's fine. That's wonderful. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Annie, for coming on and talking through this question with me. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening today. If you want answers to your questions about parenting a kid with type 1, I'd like to invite you to join our live recording sessions so you can ask your questions in person. Not only will you get the support you need and deserve, but through the podcast, you'll be helping other T1D parents to know that they're not alone with the challenges they're facing. To join one of my live recording sessions, simply go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register. Again, go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more answers. One of the hardest things about diabetes is the food. Your kid has to eat, but there's so many foods that send them high or are tricky to dose for. And at the same time, you don't want to restrict their food choices. You want them to be able to feel like every other kid. To help you navigate the many challenges of food and eating with type 1, I've created the Sweet Talk Snack Course a free mini course that gives you six bite-sized lessons to support your T1D kid in having a healthy relationship with food and eating. Sign up for it at diabetessweettalk.com.